when you're ready. G'day and thanks for joining us again here at Once When I Was Cool, a weekly podcast about all the little things in life, the little things that may not be around anymore and the things we certainly enjoy. My name's Dave and I'm recording to you again in Brisbane uh, here at the Casa del Wii where uh, we're doing another episode. We've, uh, we're sort of just in the throes of another big lockdown and, uh, you know, it's good to be in person again. So, Wee, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Yourself? I think you meant to say fantastically. Oh, fantastically, yeah. Yeah, there's no, 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 uh, no escaping good grammar, mate. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm doing well otherwise, though. Oh, that's great. It's great. It's good to be back. It's good to be uh, face-to-face, knocking a few of these episodes out. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's, it's good. Hopefully our sound's improving. We're slowly getting used to our, uh, our new recording deck and our new uh, ways of doing things. So we've fiddled a few things around. Hopefully it'll sound a bit better. We're certainly missing the expertise of Simon when he's not in the room. Hey, hey, Simon. Not as good as getting, um, we're not as good as getting us out to each uh, and everyone who's listening's earballs. Wow, that was like tough. You I know, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> we're missing him already. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully he'll do a little bit of magic and just tighten everything up a little bit for us anyway. Awesome. Look forward to it. Yeah. So we, you know, I think this is a bit, of, a bit more your idea. It's a, it's a Saturday night in Brisbane here in July. Um, we've just been out on the town, as it were, as two uh, sort of middle-aged men can do. Tell, let's let's have a little talk about what we got up to. So uh, we went out earlier, and uh, Dave, what I want to do is uh, just once uh, when I was cool, we had uh, pinball machines and pinball arcades. Yeah, man, and it was interesting. We went to this place uh, in uh, South Brisbane. They're just just within the grounds of the cricket ground, just within the the shadow, I should say, the cricket ground there, and it was a as a restaurant themed with. Uh, all upstairs was just all the old school pinball machines and then downstairs was all the arcade games. It's phenomenal. It is fantastic. I come across this by mistake when I was going to the restaurant next to it when um, my wife's friends were having a 45th or something uh, along those lines and, um, yeah, I, I discovered it on the way into that restaurant and I discovered it multiple times that night as well. Um but yeah, it it was great. Uh, you made, know, you, made yourself pretty scarce to the party, was it? Oh, mate, I always made an excuse to go and do something just so I could uh, go up. But I have to say, it's just as good to, tonight as what it was back then. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, it was interesting to see. I mean, I remember um, back when we were cool, we used to have, um, like you said, pinball arcades, and they were they were big sort of areas. I think time zone and um, intensity and those sorts of places, and. And those, um, what, what, what you call them now? I guess they're still arcades, but they didn't so much. They don't so much have pinball machines anymore. I can't remember when I last saw a pinball in its uh, in its natural environment. And its natural environment isn't in some um, middle aged rich man's basement, as as uh, as your mate has. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it is, it, and they're great, and I love them, and I can't wait to go and play them again at his place. But these these games are tonight. Um, I'm talking about, you know, the Doctor Who pinballs. Uh, the getaway was the one that I remembered and I spoke to yeah. my mate Brett who now lives in Japan and I remember when we were teenagers we used to go surfing and there was a um, a little, well, I guess you'd call it a little milk bar type shop 
on the way home from the beach and we'd always stop there and buy buy a litre of chocolate milk and have some uh, hot chips on a bread roll and then uh, sit and play pinball. And, and the getaway was one of the great ones there. It was, it was just one of these pinball, you don't need to know the pinball machines as it was, but it's one of those things that really invokes um, memories of childhood, really fond memories as well. Yeah, and, you know, where, where we were out in, in the bush, I remember even at the local soccer club they had a, one of those uh, – uh, you know, forty cent machines where you you got a uh, uh, played Space Invaders, and then there was always this random uh, pinball machine, and you, you really didn't know too much about them. But nowadays, w- what I've realised is ac- actually a skill to it. You've got to hit it up a certain channel at a certain time to get the big scores. You know, lots of different things like that. And just just remembering, and I, I just got a message. Then sorry to be looking at my messages, but I was talking to uh, talking to my friend in Japan there just now, and just asked him what he sort of thought about it. And he's brought up a couple more memories, and just you know the the sounds and the the noise of the bells rattling, and as you'd hit the pops, you know where the ball would go backwards and forwards and pop in between, and you know really ratchet up your score. Just those sorts of sound are really iconic. Even today, people who haven't played pinballs know what those sounds are. Yeah. And the other the other sound which we were sort of hearing a lot, and there was one particular game, and I think for three three games in a row, it kept doing that knock, that loud crack noise. The crack it when you crack the machine. When you crack the machine, and you either you beat the score. So for three of them, hmm. I have to say, I, so you got the next high score. Yeah, so the next high score and the next high score and the next high score. So for three games in a row, I got I got, got a free game. Got a free game. So that that was just awesome. And it was uh, it was a cracking game. Yeah, or, or literally, when you crack the machine and you get the high score, you get a free game and you get to free play again. Yeah. The other thing that um, I got, I didn't crack any games. It was actually interesting. I was um, I always look back fondly at uh, playing pinball, but uh, I came to realise tonight that I wasn't quite as good as what I remembered I used to be. Or maybe it's just I'm out of condition, but uh, it was really it, it was enjoyable. But I certainly didn't get the I didn't crack any of the. Um, High scores, but I'm, I'm just wondering about your condition. What condition do you have to be in to just use your fingers to push well, them in? I've got know? a bung knee at the moment, mate. So it was a little, it was a little bit, it was a little your bit hard to stand there for too long. So yeah, it threw me off my game. But um, it was, it was interesting to be able to. Um, the other way you can get here that crack and get an extra game is at the end they give you the lucky, the lucky, lucky lottery, and depending on the last two numbers. If it comes up there at the end, then you end up getting a free game. And I think I hit that a couple of times. But nevertheless, we put a fair bit of money through them to be able to get two free games. Mate, and I'd do it again tomorrow, no doubt. Of course, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend for a moment that it was anything about skill. No, look, none of those games are about skill. At the end of the day, it's a game. And unless you're, you know, you always, it depends on the full of the actual pinball machine, depends how many magnets, and they do have magnets in there. Um, you know, it depends on the, the, the way that the uh, the springs in those little ones on the side where they push them back out. Depends how many paddles you have as well. And it would also depend on the type of game it was. Some games had different sorts of things depending on if it was based on a movie or a TV show or a rock band or something like that. They'd all have different sorts of different sorts of things. Yeah, and... and and getting away from even the pinballs and down in the downstairs part was, um, you know, Galaga and the granddaddy of them all. And what was the granddaddy? Pong. I actually put a picture of that on our um, Once Was Cool podcast Instagram page. It was it was a cracker. I haven't seen Pong. I've never seen Pong in an arcade game. I only ever saw it as the home TV version. 
I know, but when as soon as you come down the stairs, that's the first thing that hits you. Yeah, that retro sort of thing after you walk through the pinballs. And of course, this was a place, it was a licensed premises. So we could have food and then go and play the food and um, have a few beers and then um, go and play the games. And, and being the middle aged um, athletes that we are, that's exactly <laughs> what we did. Yeah, so we did. We had a few beers, but you know, going down, I put. Uh, I think I put a photo up as well as uh, there was one bank of arcade games there that had um, was Donkey Kong Space Invaders and then Donkey Kong Junior. Yep, and there was just some other classics there. We had Frogger, um, like I said, Galaga, and I um, got the high score on Galaga before um, before we left, and Space yep. Invaders as well. Yep, yep. Uh, the old school Space Invaders, the old. I realise how bad I was at Space Invaders and Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's my favourite all-time game and character, and I was atrocious. Yeah, but it's probably different from what you remember in the handheld game. Um, no, but I played it in the arcade game before, but I also remembered that they only cost about 20 cents a throw, and if you, I think you could get three games for 40 cents or something like that, but tonight they were a dollar each, so I wasn't going too helpful leather on a game I wasn't good at. Ah, oh, but look, at the end of the day, it's a bit like going to the casino. You've got to be willing to throw a bit of money. Well, you probably get more out of it than going to the casino. Mate, it was absolutely awesome. There was Star Wars, uh, Demolition Man, uh, The Simpsons. Getaway. Getaway. Batman. Batman. Getaway. 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 Uh, yeah, lots of You know, of lots ones. of different ones. Mars Attacks, and that was one I was... Getting all the all the freebie games on it was great. It was awesome, super. So, yeah. Did you ever used to go down with a mate and play when you were, you know, when you were younger? You'd go down to the local, um, you know, uh, milk bar or down to the local arcade. Did you ever go down with mates and play? Well, we didn't have a local arcade, but what we did have, and there's a game, and I absolutely love. I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. I actually looked it up tonight when we we're in the. Oh yeah, we looked at uh, oh, I looked it up tonight. It was called uh, Kiki Kai Kai, and it was just it was at it the. It sounded like you started. I know, it's my rapper name, Kiki Kai Kai. <laughs> um, no, no, it was at the squash centre. So there were three, you know, squash courts oh, and this yeah, game the squash, that sits Yeah, there. yeah, the squash centres always had them as well. They always smelled of horrible um, sweat, man sweat, and then you'd be playing the games, man sweat and liniment. Remember the liniment and. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Because of the men's sweat and busted knees. <laughs> and shoulders and elbows and things like that. Yeah, but come on. It yeah. was a great game. Yeah. Uh, squash, squash, that was. No, it wasn't. Oh. It was horrific. Uh, if you knew what you are doing, you stood in the middle and made everyone else run around. Um, but, uh, no, that game was awesome. And, yeah, I looked it up tonight and, yep, sure enough, it was it's sort of still around in the retro. I think it was about 1984 or something along those lines. It was. Uh, yeah. It was uh, first made, but uh, I have fond memories of. Um, what was it called? Kiki Kaka. Yeah, Kiki Kai Kai. Right. Um, but my friend, um, when I was growing up, uh, him and I were always down there playing. Even when we used to go skating, we used to always end up down there playing that game. And he was exceptional at it. He'd always get through the whole game, and then it'd start again. But he was a, you know, a bigger, stronger character. So. Yeah, great. I think I only got through the game like twice and he was getting through it at every time just about, you know. It was fantastic. I'd love to have one now. Of the Kiki Kiki Kakai? 
Yeah, Kiki Kaiko. Kiki Kaiko. Okay, well, that's gotten a fair way away from uh, pinball, which is what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, but we, we're talking about So this. when you used to go down to the squash centre and play pinball, not Kiki Kaka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you ever go down and play with a friend and then you'd be playing together and then one of you would, uh, you know, because you t- you could play up to four players and yeah. I, I always went, you know, yet again my mate Brett that I used to play with, he was always phenomenal at him and would play for ages, especially if it was a game that he was, he was particularly good at. Yeah. And so then I'd stand there like, um, you know, just hanging around waiting for him and then I'd get on and have a go at it and as soon as the um, the free shot was finished, the ball would go straight down the middle, I'd be out and he'd have another go again, be on it for another, you know, six or eight minutes. But what we used to do is if somebody got the, um, at the end, if one of us got the, the free game, we would then play whoever gets, you know, whoever got the free game had the first go, the other person had the second go and then you, whoever got the highest score got the... Um, Last ball. Got the last ball. Did you ever do that? Oh, so, you know, similar stuff. The other thing is when you had uh, you, you had two players, you had one flipper each. Do you remember that? Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. If you had two players, did you ever play one flipper? Because I was terrible. I was play- terrible with two flippers but certainly wasn't any better with one. No. And then I, you'd I, always feel bad if you hit it on the end of it and flicked it straight under the other person's flipper and it went out again. They shouldn't have had it up. Well, it was usually me was the one that had it forward and I won't say it was the one that had it up, I had it forward and so they'd get it kicked it behind. <laughs> you, you and your mate were playing with flippers and you had it up. Anyway, yes. moving along. Yeah, the, um, the silence is deafening. Yeah, it is. So uh, what about yourself? Was there any local, uh, aside from, you know, you've already yeah. said, but well, you know, it, did you go well, to any we, sort of local... Milk bar or... Well, we had the one that we went to, which was called the Top Shop, but, but there were there was a lots of little milk bars around in a seaside town that was a fishing village. There was always places that were like plenty of fish and chip shops and little milk bars and things, and it was a decent-sized sort of town. So I reckon we I reckon we used to do the tour, and there was always... They all had at least a game, and if it wasn't a stand-up pinball machine, it was one of those sit-down ones where you'd sit either side of like a little table and um, play yeah. the arcade game type things, and... Yet again, like I said, they're always 20 cents a game and, you you know, you go along and have a couple of games and then you get out and that would be the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you wouldn't want to be taking your kids. It's, it's sort of like time zone, you know, you're throwing away $50, you're throwing away a pineapple or a $50 in Australia because it's called a pineapple because it's yellow. Um, uh, for each kid you've got, really. <laughs> you know, they give them incentives like yeah. they have spew-out tickets. Yep, yep. You know, and then you take your tickets up and you've got 2,000 tickets and then you get a little rubber or an eraser yep. or a sticker and yep. you go, really? I've just paid $50 for, or a little, for this. a little plastic stirring stick or something like yeah. that. You feel like saying to the kid, um, look, I'll just go and spend $50 on, you, on whatever you want um, so we won't go into here. But they, had, they they suck them in with cards, so you have to put load money on cards and, you know, you'll get an extra 15% if you buy $50 worth. If you buy $100 worth, you know, you get an extra 30%. It's just, it, you know, because the kids want it, so they just suck you in. Oh, yeah, but you got to do something to keep them entertained and just buying a, buying a rubber for, 50, for, you know, 50 cents not going to keep them that entertained. It's all about the story about getting it as well. Oh, look, look, I understand that, but... Um, you know, buy a rubber, throw it out in some traffic, and if they get it, there's a game. 
So what's your first memory of pinball? Do you remember the older ones? that Because a lot of the ones we had had little video displays and uh, had, you know, different different sorts of screens and things, but I'm pretty sure that the original ones didn't have those video displays. No, they actually had the the numbers that would roll over, like okay. the big, like on your Speedo on your car back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So they'd have the old numbers like that. I don't recall call them quite so much. I remember the ones that didn't have the, the video story, and to be perfectly honest, even tonight... I wasn't good enough at it to be able to watch what's going on on there. I'd just be more concentrating on where the ball was and trying to make sure it didn't go down the middle. That's the trick with pinball these days. You have to be able to watch the screen and when you're busy watching the screen, they'll shoot the ball up and, you know, so a couple of games tonight I just had my paddles already up, ready to go, so even when it did shoot it out, at least it wasn't going to go, you know, I I had a chance. I was too busy watching where it came from. It usually shot out the other side. (laughs) And it always irritated me because when you push the flippers, um, you can move the red light across so that if one's going to go down the far left or the far right, you can move the light there and it'll save the ball. But I was always the one that would push it one time too many and it'd be the one next to it and the ball would go down or it'd bounce on the top and then you're trying to flick between the two and then it'd flip over the one that you didn't have lit up. Yeah, look, I just, I, I, I don't like those side things. They should be taken out. You need to put another one of those little stems in there so it bounces back out. I don't like them at all. Fair enough. Yeah. And do you remember if you went too hard to try and make it go, what had happened? It would kill the machine. It will go game over. Yeah, yeah, if you tilted it. Tilted it. Yeah, and then it would lock it out for like two minutes or something like that and your game was done. But they usually give you a bit of warning if you get a bit too rough with them. Yeah, yeah. Sensitive things. And I don't know if the original ones ever had multi-ball. Multi-ball was always a killer for me because the more balls that shot out, the um, you know the the, le- the less chance I had because it, you know it's too hard following them, and there'd always be two coming down at the same time. Yeah, look, I had a couple of multi-balls tonight, and all I just do is I just wait, look, you know, a, a couple of inches above it, and whichever one was coming down, try and hit them. And some of them, like you're right, they were one after the other. You hit them and they just go nowhere, you know, just all over the shop. Yeah, but it was interesting as well with this place that we went to. They had this sort of, you know, really simple food. It was choice of burgers, which was basically chicken, beef or vegetarian because they all have to do that these days, or hot dogs. So it was burgers or hot dogs, take your pick, and then you could get chips or fries with it as well. And it was awesome. It was. It was terrific. And so we did did get some... Potato chips, hot potato chips, and then hot sweet potato chips because we had to try both of them. Yeah, good. Good story. You, When you do that and you recount that sort of thing, I know I've said this before, but you really do sound like uh, um, Bubba or Forrest Gump. Get the shrimp. Get the deep fried shrimp. Shrimp. Shrimp cocktail. <laughs> That's you. I know. Bubba, so, Bubba Gump. Any good stories? Any stories involving your younger brother? I know that the fans love them. Uh, no, I used to. Um, I used to at the at the um, soccer field. We used to play them together, but uh, he was always more. Uh, look, he used to ride on the coattails of us um, older ones. My older brother wasn't around that much. There's six years difference in between them, so technically they weren't really related. Because oh no, I don't know about that. There's six years between me and Glenda. Technically and, not and related. <laughs> I think she'd wish that sometimes. Yeah. Hello, Glenda. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so I, and the three years between 
there's three years between all of us. Yeah, that's the same with us. But um, no, no, he he used to just be the annoying one because if you you were playing a game, he'd win. You'd have to let him play. Nothing, nothing too um, disturbing. I didn't strap typical, him to a game. Typical little brother stuff. Typical little brother stuff. But look, at the end of the day, I actually, I actually probably hindered him more than anything. Um, he's still filthy. I haven't um, given him any merch. He made comment of that the other the other night when I saw him and and my mum together. Um, I thought we did. I thought we gave him some socks and a mug. Or did you never give them to him? <laughs> I may have not given them to <laughs> Did him. Did you reappropriate them to someone else? Maybe, or they're here somewhere. Um, so if you if you're listening, yeah, I don't know where they are. Um, he, and he does listen. He actually uh, made a complaint about one of the uh, episodes. He said it put him to sleep. Was, Did he really? Yeah, I was hoping he was driving at the time, but he wasn't. Right. All right, which one was that? Uh, I, I, I don't know. One of the drier ones, obviously. Obviously. Didn't tickle his fancy. No. But there's a, a – it's still, even to this day, there's a, a – um, he still – I keep telling him I'm, I'm the number one son. Yeah. And keep telling him he's the number, number four. Number four, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. I know. Yes. So, so anyway, pinball. He's disappointed. Yeah, pinball. Look, Did you ever play pinball? I remember when PCs first got big and you could yeah. get the pinball game on, on, the, on the, PC. the PC and you'd use your um, your arrows to be able to do it and you could bump it and do all those sorts of things and still cause it to tilt. Did you ever play that? Yeah. That was one of the games I got on my, um, might have been a Dell, was the first ever computer I ever had, something or a HP or something. Yeah. One of those and it had, came with it, it had, obviously it had mine. Minesweeper. Yeah. Uh, greatest game of all time. Um, yeah. mm, anyway, on computers yeah. it is. And then it had a some sort of tank game that um, I was really bad at and then it had, um, yeah, the other game. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I had that pinball game as well, but they're just not as good. They're not quite the same thing. I no. think it's a bit like reading a um a book from an e-reader rather than actually having a book in your hands. It's not quite – it's still good, but it's not quite the same. No, and it's not the feel. You need to have those paddles. And, like, tonight there were a couple of games that actually had uh, pistol grips and fighter I mean, handles. Yeah, yeah, they were weird. I had a go at that and the ball went straight down the middle, so I didn't try it again. Yeah, but that you, you were actually pulling on the beer pipes, <laughs> the beer taps. Not quite. Not quite. No. What about you? Good, thanks. What about me? No. What about you? Uh, you know. Yeah, look, I love pinball. It's part of my, you know, identity as a teenager. Spending, you know, going surfing, then going playing pinball. And when there was no, um, when there was no swell or no surf around, we'd go and play pinball. And it was always there. It was always good fun. Blew lots and lots of money on it. It was always good. Always a lot of little kids hanging around. I think we were probably 14, 15, 16 type thing. And uh, they were always, you know, like the obligatory eight or nine-year-old that had no money of their own. They'd always be hanging around it. They'd hang, always hang stand to the, the side, right to the and, side and of you. hang over the edge of the table because it was always the smallest kid that would be pushed furthest up and the table slope upwards. So they'd always be hanging over and you couldn't see and you couldn't that belt them. That was me. And you couldn't belt them out of the way because they were littler than you, so you couldn't like slap them out and tell them to get out that of it. That was me tonight. <laughs> but we... Um, <laughs> Yeah, they were always there as well. No, I, I love I love pinball, and that's the, that what about was your one sisters? of the beauty things. Like, uh, they, I don't know if Crystal ever played many games. Um, she was always okay with the home console type ones. I know um, Glenda, being a bit older, I think she played a few of the sit down ones uh, at the fish and chip shop and those types of things. I seem to remember her, and she was 
she was one of the greatest con women around, man. She would always, you know, convince you that it was her turn and not yours and you doing all these sorts of things. Um, she was uh, – but she, I remember she used to play them, but I don't know if she ever got really into them like I did when I got older. So the three of you girls really liked it? I'm not sure if Crystal did, um, but uh, she'll be able to tell you. Um, we're meeting up with her tomorrow. You can ask her. I will. I'll do that. Yeah, but um, I don't know that they were quite as into it as I was. I know, yeah, like I said um, – I think Glenda did more than um, more than Crystal, but yeah, it's just what they did at the time, and as a teenager, that's what it was around in the early eighties. So, when we're looking at uh, pinballs and we're looking at back in the day to now, I I, I think there is no real difference. It, it, to me, it's just the mechanisms that were different. Probably not as uh, technologically advanced, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, it's just the same, exactly well, the same. Those ones we were playing are the same ones that we were playing in the late 80s and early 90s. That's where the machines are from. They've just been overhauled. Yeah. But what I'm saying is even the new ones today, if you can get a newer one, they're, they're all the same. They're, oh, they're still, you know, you're still just using your hands and your yeah. fingers. I, I've never seen one. I haven't. That's the first time I've seen pinballs, a pinball machine, like I said, in its native environment in... Ten years? I haven't seen pinball machines around anywhere for for so many years now. No, I, it, it's amazing. I yeah, I I was a bit worried that it was no longer there, just with everything that's gone on with COVID. But it's open uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. But where great. else have you seen them? You, I, like, well, that's something you know. If you've got one in your town, if you've still got a pinball arcade or a, or a shop, even that's got the old fashioned pinball machines, let us know at once was cool podcast at gmail um, I'd like to be able to know whether they're still around or not. The only the only other place is uh, you know those uh, fun zones and things like that. There's a couple but of obligatory uh, pinballs in there for the dads that yeah, go in there with tucked the, into the back corner. The, yeah. But I can't even remember the last time going into one of them that I've seen a pinball machine. I reckon, like I said, it's been at least ten years. That's because the judge said you had to stay away. Yeah, you're full of the good ones tonight. I have know. a few beers and you're the entertainer. I am the entertainer. But no, I, I don't know. I haven't seen them. So, yeah, I really enjoy them. Um, I still enjoy them. And if I had the money, I'd love to be able to. But the other oh. thing is, is I don't know if anyone can still service them these days, you know, because they, they break down. They can. They refurbish them. They do service them. And i tell you where I've actually seen a couple. There's a, um, a, a shop not too far from here and it's actually a furniture. It's a... It's a, a like a disposal department store, you know, where you get the seconds and things like that. They've actually got pinball machines. They've got the old shoot'em ones where you've got the red gun and the blue gun um, and a couple of those sit-down car, car riding ones. So that's the only other place I've seen a random, so okay. random. Strange. I'm pretty sure that wherever I've been in Tasmania I haven't seen them. No. But I must admit I also don't look for them either. No, look, I I reckon you'd, there'd have to be some somewhere. Remember they used to, even in the shopping centres, they used to just be sticking out every now and then from, you know, near the entrances and things oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, just standing there so that you could walk in and play one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I haven't seen them there like that anymore because they don't really encourage people to loiter anymore. It's a shame. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, well, final words. Final, Final words, words, anything you'd like to say? Pinballs are awesome. They are indeed. On that note, thanks very much, We. Thanks, Simon. Thank you for listening. If it's your first time listening, thanks for giving us a try. And if uh, you're a returning listener, thanks very much. We really appreciate it. No worries, mate. That's fantastic. All right. And on that note, we'll, uh, I guess we'll talk to you a bit later on. All right, We. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you next time. 
No worries. Bye-bye.